Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced Podcast. I am your host, elemental yoga teacher, Samantha Dinage. Join me as we explore holistic approaches to find more balance in today's hectic world. I invite you to follow me on Facebook and Instagram with the username at the Beautifully Balanced Podcast. During our time on the yoga mat provides a chance to gain a deeper awareness that we can also bring with us off of the mat and into our daily lives. First of all, I'd like to discuss the idea of just slowing down. In yoga, we're invited to move in and out of the poses slowly and with awareness. Rather than mindlessly dashing from one pose to another, we are transitioning safely and carefully. In daily life, are you someone who jolts from one task to another without thinking about the flow of your day? It might look, it might look like going to Tesco on a Monday when in fact you're in that area on a Tuesday and you could have joined those two tasks easily together. Is it you that is busy and rushing around? Or is it actually your mind that feels overwhelmed and busy? Could you possibly transfer some of the slower pace of yoga into your daily mindset? And I know in the past, I felt like slowing down means that I'm going to achieve less, like I'm going to get less done. But actually, the opposite seems to happen. By pausing and planning my sequence during the day so that it flows more like the yoga poses flow into each other during a class. It can really, for me, help me to feel more calm. I know if I also take a bit of a pause throughout the day, maybe to have a cup of tea or take a short walk, then in fact, taking this time to slow down means that I feel less busy in my mind and therefore I'm more focused and productive when I am trying to complete my tasks. I know a lot of us feel like we don't have enough time, like our to-do lists are never ending and we certainly don't have time for ourselves. But I know in a class, if I set the timer for one minute or three minutes, actually that can feel like quite a long time. If you were to just give yourself permission to slow down and pause just for five minutes, I really do find this makes a huge difference to my day. I've found that space and actually I realise that I have some time. On a slight side note, I know at the moment I'm focusing on the time that I do have rather than the time that I don't have. It's easy, if, it's easy for me to come home in an evening. It might be 9.15, 9.30. I've got home from a class and my husband's alarm goes off at six. So really, I want to be in bed by 10. I'm perhaps going to have a drink. I've got to have a shower. I want to wind down. Other days, um, I sometimes get home about half eight. So actually, it's recognizing the time that I do have rather than feeling that I've got no time to myself before I'm then thinking about trying to go to sleep. I do have 30 minutes or I do have 90 minutes. What do I choose to spend that time doing? And often 
by having my phone on airplane mode, not having lots of distractions, that helps me to take a foot bath, have an actual bath, read a chapter of a book that I'm enjoying, usually learning about something new. So time is there if we just pause and realize that it is. The same way we have time on the yoga mat to transition in and out of the various poses. My second point I'd like to discuss is about body awareness. And a few people have mentioned this to me recently in class that now they've actually been practicing on their mat for a while, they're starting to notice little subtle changes or areas where they might feel tight and therefore in class they're trying to focus on letting go within those areas. A common one that I often see is people holding lots of tension within their shoulders. Very regularly I say to people about bringing their shoulders down away from your ears or rolling the shoulders up back and down and often you see people's shoulders move down by a few centimeters it is um, quite a dramatic difference but I've noticed as more people get into their practice then they're naturally starting to do that more themselves so yoga gives us this focus inwards to actually start to pick up on these subtle cues that the body is giving us about where it might be tight Well, by recognizing this, that is the first step to then being able to do something about it. So through stretching and various yoga poses, this can help to ease this tightness along with the slow, deep breathing. Because as we know, the body and the mind are connected. And when the mind's tense, the body is tense and vice versa. By having this subtle awareness of, for example, the tighter areas in the body, then you can tap into this during the day. You can notice more often when, for example, your shoulders are tight and then perhaps that's making you breathe a little bit shallower or vice versa. So then you can actually take a step to reduce this by softening the shoulders, by trying to deepen the breath. And can you imagine if you did this several times throughout the day to help you to soften rather than add layers of tension and tension and tension, actually how that might feel quite different once you get to the end of your day. And that could then feed into how comfortable you are in the evening to relax or to have a good night's sleep. I challenge you to notice where you're feeling tense or when your breath might become shallow. Take a pause to realign and balance yourself. This could be at your desk, it might be in a queue, it might be worth, if you're finding this difficult, to pinpoint certain times, such as going to the bathroom, when you're going to make that check-in with yourself and reset. Point three is all about coming out of your comfort zone. For some people, just turning up to a yoga class is out of their comfort zone already. Often the hardest part is turning up to something where you're not quite sure what to expect and then rolling out your mat. 
often people walk in looking very nervous and unsure but once they settle into the class they start to forget about that and they begin to relax and settle into the class and then finish feeling completely different in a positive way. Once you've got used to coming to a yoga class then there's a variety of opportunities to come out of your comfort zone because if we always stay where we're comfortable then we're not learning, we're not developing, we're not progressing, nothing is changing. So it could be that some particular poses are challenging for you and this really will vary person to person depending upon the makeup of your body along with your mindset to various challenges or styles of poses. For one person doing something like a headstand is a complete ah this is crazy I can never do that to other people where they're like right I'm gonna get there I'm determined to somebody else that just glides up into the pose quite easily. It's not necessarily the poses that you expect um, to bring you out of your comfort zone. You have to be there in the moment and experience all of the emotions and the feelings that go on throughout each phase and each pose of the class. Just like the range of emotions we experience throughout the day. It could be out of your comfort zone to actually be quiet and stay in stillness during the poses. If we're used to dashing and rushing around, then this can feel quite different. And it's probably just what you need. Often we undertake balances such as tree pose in a yoga class. And if you've never tried one of the balances before, then that might be out of your comfort zone. Perhaps you're thinking, ah, I'm going to fall over. But if you do, it really, really doesn't matter. So I think the important thing is to recognize, and I always say this, if you fall out of the pose, you can get back in. So it's about having a go. And we can take this approach from the mat across into our daily lives. If we fall down, if something doesn't go quite to plan, then we can get back up and we can try again. I always love it when people are in the balances and you see a smile on their face because they're not taking it too seriously. It's about building up that resilience that things don't have to be perfect and we're working on them. We can try again and wherever you are today is absolutely fine. And often when we don't get something right, that can be our greatest teacher because we can make small tweaks to learn how to find our balance, for example, a little bit more. And if we haven't gone through that process, then we haven't maybe learned as much as we could along the way. Are you the type of person to try something and if you don't feel like you've mastered it first time around, then you tend to give up and not want to try again? So I urge you to pick yourself back up, have another go and keep moving forwards step by step. Moving out of your comfort zone, trying something new leads on nicely to point four about mind over matter. 
Often in yoga on the mat, the body is ready for a pose, but the mind might not be. There might be that internal talk about fears, doubts, a lack of confidence that can get in the way of the body actually doing what it can do. And this can translate into your life where you've perhaps got these fears, these doubts about actually doing something and achieving something where actually you are more than capable of step-by-step achieving your goals. It might be to lose some weight. It might be to join a choir. What things is it that you are putting off because of the internal mind chatter instead of actually doing and going out there and working towards what you want. I know on the mat in poses like the shoulder stand or it might be an arm balance like the crow, often people have already decided in their minds that they can't do it before they've even given it a chance. Okay, unless you have some kind of injury where you should avoid these poses, with a bit of practice, chances are that you would be able to come into a version of the pose. Now, there's no pressure um, to get there today, but I always like the word yet. It might be that I haven't achieved the full version of the shoulder stand yet. Just like perhaps I haven't been able to cook every meal from scratch yet. Sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming to go from zero to 10 or from seated to a headstand on the mat but with various options step by step you can start to work towards it just like you can have a plan to achieve whatever you want within your life. Moving on to the next point which is all about comparisons and judgments In the past, I've been terrible for comparing myself with others. I was always looking around and I used to think that everybody else had more energy than me. And therefore, I had to try and keep up even though it was difficult. I'd look around and I think people are happier than me. They are less stressed. But I, in fact, went to a Liz Gilbert Um, the author of Eat, Pray, Love. Some of you might have read that book. I went to one of her seminars in London a couple of years ago and there was probably over a thousand people in the room and at certain points in this seminar, she said, who experiences fear? And everybody put their hand up and she listed off different types of emotions and we realised that everybody as humans, we're all going through a similar set of emotions and we're actually more alike than some of us might think or certainly I realised at the time. Everybody has their own story and within yoga on the mat, it can be easy to come in and compare yourself to others. When you're leaning forwards, it might be 
how far your hands are away from your toes. Okay, I can only think of one person that comes to my class that can lean right forwards and get their chest down onto the ground. Okay, and that isn't me for sure. Everybody really is so unique. And I think it's easy to look and compare different levels of flexibility and label yourself as maybe being flexible or inflexible, seeing others as beginners or experience. It might be that you think people can hold a balance longer than yourself. Okay, it's easy to put labels that you might be inflexible, that you have a lack of balance, that you don't have any coordination. I'd say lose the labels and just be with who you are. When you make comparisons with other people, I'd invite you to notice how that makes you feel. It might be comparisons on the mat. It could be comparisons in the office. It might be comparisons on social media. Instead, what else could you focus on? And I think this also links in nicely with the topic of acceptance. Accepting your level of flexibility, energy, commitment on any particular day. Perhaps you've had an awful night's sleep. Maybe you've been pushing yourself hard at work. Maybe one of the kids are sick. Maybe a family member has had an emergency. Everybody's got all these different scenarios going on. And by observing and accepting where you are in the moment, we're not creating an internal conflict. We aren't wishing that something else existed. We recognize where we are at right now. Sometimes I find it useful to bring this acceptance into relationships. It might be that I feel like I just want to chill out and watch a film and have a bit of a safer afternoon. It could be that my partner feels like he wants to go on a big work because he's jump walk, sorry, because he's jumping around and he's got a lot of energy. Sometimes what you need and what somebody else needs doesn't exactly align which is like in yoga, what you might feel like doing on one day might be different to another. It might be different to the person next to you on the mat. And so I always encourage people to tune into their own energy levels. And for example, take a child's pose if they need to. Instead of working towards a perfectionist attitude, I've learned to accept that my hair may not be 100% perfect because I'm only willing to commit a certain amount of time to it. It might be that I feel tired and I just have to show up and simply try my best and actually that is good enough. It might be that I need to go home early from meeting with friends and it's not personal to them if I need to leave a bit earlier and go home and have a peppermint tea and read a chapter of my book to help me to unwind and get to sleep when I would like to. So I think this acceptance we need for ourselves, but also we can transfer that over into other people um, that we come into contact throughout our day also. To conclude this episode, I've discussed 
slowing down on and off of the mat, increasing body awareness with the subtle cues that are being given to us throughout the day to try and soften rather than build layers of tension, to practice coming out of our comfort zones and giving things a try and building up resistance. We then discussed mind over matter and how sometimes our doubts, etc. can get in our own way. And finally, we talked about comparisons and acceptance. So I hope you found it interesting or inspiring and see you again in two weeks. Episodes are out every other Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening and please press subscribe to help boost the Beautifully Balanced podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Beautifully Balanced podcast.